I'm, I'm so sad when I when I I have to to say this, Andy. I really do. Good morning and welcome to our final edition of the season of Over the Garden Fence. Sigh. Sigh. I'm telling you. But we are here and we're going to have fun over the next uh, few minutes. And it's all, of course, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street. 65 years. Indeed. Indeed. And, and we wrap up our 65th season today. And here he is, your host, the one, the only, the inimitable, uh. Andy Waddell. <laughs> How are you? Oh, Jim. No, I don't need all that. But <laughs> or maybe meek and lowly too at the same time. Oh. <laughs> so good morning. How are you? It's uh it's beautiful. It's um I think we had the zero visibility out by my house. It's starting to clear up. So there's uh definitely um I seen that sun breaking through those yeah, clouds. Yeah, we're so, trying, yay. you know. We're you know, trying. It, it'll still be a good gardening day. Oh yes, yes. And it's amazing. We we have a phone call already. <laughs> we haven't even started and we got a phone call. This is this is cool. So you wanna take the phone call first? Well let, we can take it. We can take it. No All problem. Right. No problem. Uh don't come here and hit me if I pronounce your name. It's Aisha, right? <laughs> yes. All right, I got it right. Yes. Good morning, Aisha. How are you? I'm fantastic. And you wouldn't be the first one who hasn't pronounced it correctly. Well, you know, our business, it's like our it's it's like a goal or it's like a an obsession. You be, because no, nothing has any fury like a mom hearing her name, her kid's name mispronounced on here. So you always want to get it right. So I'm glad I did. Good morning, ma'am. Uh, good morning. Uh, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you and your staff at uh, your store that are so wonderful. I am. I wouldn't even qualify as a novice gardener, and I always feel kind of dumb going in. But uh, I want to try to do good by whatever flowers I'm planting. And your people go out of their way to help me, to show me different things. Uh, and I think the thing that impresses me, too, is that when they talk to me, obviously they can tell by the nature of my question that I'm really green at all this stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and they don't make me feel stupid. I know that uh, I can go there and feel comfortable. And uh, they suggest different plants for mm -hmm. me and uh i just wanted to let you know thank you and would you be so kind as to thank your thank your people I will. that work for you because they're wonderful thank you thank you you know what it, it takes a team and uh i am uh only a small fraction of that team so thank you very much i think that uh some of that staff likes to have you have success. Why just send you off on plants maybe or ideas or products that might not work? And then everybody mm -hmm. says, well, I'm a brown thumber. Well, maybe I just gotten it off the shelf at another store and didn't ask the right questions. So that's where I think some of that staff, um, maybe by trial and error, they find out, hey, man, this worked really good or this plant worked really good and can pass that on to you, too, at the same time. So thank you. I will do that for sure. All right. God bless you abundantly. You bet. Thank you, Aisha. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Now, thank you that's for the, compliment. the way to start a show. That's nice. I'm telling you. And I'm Aisha, I am with you in the brown thumb category. <laughs> you know, I could kill an artificial flower. Andy, I see it I from swear. here. But that doesn't mean I don't try like she said. So. <laughs> well... Um, we can uh, start our timely tips by saying thank you and thank you for the compliment this morning. Yeah. And like I said, over the years, uh, I'm just third generation and it does take a team. And that team this morning is 
having a little, I'll be darn, another event. Oh, yeah. We like um, we like fall, so we have a pumpkin and apple event that is going on today at Waddell's, and I know that we would love to have you over. There's no charge to come. It's just um, we got kids' bounce houses, the pumpkin bounce house, which is always a hit. We oh, got yeah. straw maze, and we have our um, corn bin that kids can play in and uh, have fun at. And then at the same time, you can pick your fresh apples from Houston's that come over. We have fresh apples again this week. And then um, <clears throat> maybe enjoy some cider and donuts or popcorn or just walk around and maybe uh, look at some of the trees, shrubs, evergreens, buy a fall mum. Yeah. Or look at all the cool pumpkins. Um, our buyer works very hard getting Jim. We've got um, from all the little oddball, little twisty um, gorge pumpkins, <laughs> medium-sized um, goosebump pumpkins, um, Cinderella's. So kind of really neat to – it's one of my favorite times of the year, too. You know, I'm yeah. <clears throat> you know, football kind of ties in, and it's just that fall season, you know. And so um, I just uh, want to have people know that you can call it 382 382- 4280 or text at what Jim 80373 if you're a little radio shine if you're outside the area we'll we'll you can call us on our dime 8773824280 please so, do please, please uh, do. follow along uh, what Aisha did and you'll uh, you, we'll you know <laughs> take your comments so uh so little time so much to do um feel like that sometimes i sure yep. do yep um uh, when everybody is always running around, maybe it's time to grab that cup of coffee and enjoy over the garden fence. Everything is growing, right? Lots to do in the yard. Maybe this season was abundant for uh, plants that just took right off. We have uh, tomatoes that were six feet tall and did very good this year. Sucker sprouts on all the maples are shooting up. So there's lots to do. But what comes first? Fall color tour. <laughs> Visit to the orchard, take time out with the family, then do the honeydew list, work on those fall projects, and maybe get those last jobs done for, for the winter. So we have got a list today of, I think, things that you got to put maybe on your list for this fall. We've got <clears throat> what I don't like to do is remind everybody of things that need to be done Um before the winter hits. And like Jim said, uh, it will be coming. So you guys have heard the slogan that I've said before, dig, drop, done. You need a statement, plant tulips, plant daffodils, plant hyacinths. Maybe is it time for you to naturalize an area? Do you have varieties that need to be um, a little more deer proof? Stop into Waddell's. This is the perfect time to pick out your bulbs. I've said before, last year, I snoozed, I lose. I didn't get my bulbs in time. Now is the time to plant trees. If you know, fall is for planting. Trees, shrubs, evergreens. You couldn't ask for better time. Plants are starting to go dormant, yet the roots and the soil is still warm. There will be roots established before the wintertime if put in now, and by spring, they'll be settled in with the moisture. You know, now is the best time to feed the lawn. If you want to avoid things like snow mold, bare spots, um, sometimes uh, fall feeding um, really helps the energy or the uh, to build up of the carbohydrates stored for the winter that will help in snow mold. 
Now is the time to do our feeding on our perennials. Starting to cut some of the ones down that are starting to look bad. Our hostas the other night, I went ahead and nip back, got all the old brown foliage off just to clean them up as I uh, transplanted some of the blue ones. Um, I think it's uh, drinking gourd or um, humpback whale. <laughs> it's a cool variety, Jim, that I have. So um, take this mix, which is George's recipe. One bale, one cubic foot bale of sphagnum peat moss, one bag of Wonderblend cow manure, 10 pounds of espoma plant tone, four pounds of bone meal. Work in with a wheelbarrow or a, um, like a bucket. Work that away around, and then I'd like to put two cups around each perennial and let them go to sleep with a good feeding. They'll put up more energy and the mother plant will flower way better next year. Yes, we've had some rain. Some people had a lot. Some people had very little. Some of those trees still are struggling. As you plan on doing your feeding this fall for your trees, hint, 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 it would also be good to do some deep root watering. Soak the tree, especially the large ones, for 8 to 12 hours on different areas to make sure those roots go to the winter moist. Nothing worse than a dry winter. And no, I can't predict. Yes, I've heard a good snow, but uh, we all Michiganders would love a good snow. I'm not after a hard freeze, thaw, freeze, thaw, just like we uh, have experienced before. Feed that tree at the same time. You can feed and put the uh, um, drip line or the rain line in your head where that rain would fall and drill holes every two feet in the lawn. We have augers that are uh, easy to put on a cordless drill and pour three quarters to one cup of a spoma tree tone in each hole. The tree will thank you if it's struggling. Go in 50% and do it a second time. Jim knows from experience here at the radio station to mulch your tree. Yep. <laughs> so has the tree been mulched? Uh, this this week we had a redbud pitcher sent to us, uh, Jim, that um, the tree was struggling. Well, we looked closer at the lawn, and the lawn had a ring of <clears throat> weed whipping around it, and therefore weed whipped part or damaged part of the tree, and they wondered why the branches were dying. We could tell right away they couldn't. A mulch line will, A, protect from the famous weed whip and lawnmower blight, we'll call it, Jim. <laughs> I don't think there's a spray for that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's called be careful. Yeah. But the mulch line will help with that, but also keep the roots cool and go through the winter when it freezes to stay frozen. Final picking of the garden, maybe look at some of those plants to make sure um, pumpkins, squash, and gourds are not sitting out too long in the, in the cool moisture. Avoiding rot sometimes can get them out and get them a spot where you can get them dry. Now would be the time with that garden to overseed, making sure that uh, annual rye is put in so you can till it over for nitrogen source in the spring. Is there weeds in the garden? Hmm, I know there is in mine. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> kill out now to avoid maybe rototilling or chopping up those dandelions. I've seen uh, YouTube videos of dandelions. All you have to do is chop one up, Jim. You got 50 dandelions. So why do it? 
kill it out now, and then in 10 days to two weeks, then then uh, if it's not too wet, you could still rototill over. Rather than rototilling, like we've talked about in the spring, rototilling wet ground will just make more compaction. Fresh weeds in the yard, <clears throat> use weed-free zone. Now is the time, mixed with spreader sticker, cool days, dewy nights. You can ask for a better time to uh, rid your lawn of weeds. Two applications, seven days apart, they'll probably disappear for good. Now is the time to prepare your trees and shrubs for winter. Tree wrap on trees. That will not only help you with um, deer, rabbit, um, mice, I like to wrap from the first set of branches down to the ground. Sometimes people leave the last two inches down thinking a deer won't get it. Well, guess what? The mole did. The vole did. The mouse did and chewed all the way around the bark and kills it out in the spring. Broadleaf evergreens like <clears throat> azaleas, rhododendron, holly, pieris, those all get ready, not now, but to spray either with wilt stop in two to three weeks in November, apply in a day when it's 40 degrees or more, seals in moisture to the plant, and I'll tell you, you'll thank yourself in the spring. Think that's not enough? Maybe get burlap and stakes and stake the tree, possibly even if there's snow load, get a, um, we have these little tents, Jim. I'm going to go to a break here in a second, but... They're like tents you zip up over a rhododendron so when the snow like flies off the roof, um, no, it won't help with a huge chunk of ice, but it will surely help with overwintering that plant a little better. Now, just uh, we have plenty to go, but remember, last mowing, set your blades as low as possible without scalping the ground. To ensure a thicker lawn next spring, cutting off the stem off the grass to encourage more blades. One stem can produce one blade, or if cut right at the late, later part of the year, can produce three or four blades, making a thicker lawn. Now, to dovetail off that, mm -hmm. do people mulch mow that low, or do you bag? Nope. If you, if you have a, um, well, I should say yes and no, but this would be the time to mulch mow for sure. Yep, because then that'll work down into the ground for the winter. Say you have a 20-year-old lawn, though, mm -hmm. maybe you want to do that after a thatching. Okay. Because that thatching, we're going to be doing um, some of that in our own yard at Waddell's Garden Center. Um, somehow, Jim, somewhere we got um, a type of bent grass that mm -hmm. is um, matting real bad, so our ground maintenance killed it out, and we're going to be introducing a new seed here in the next week. Oh, very cool. Thatching at the same time. Okay. Um, stay tuned for next spring. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with Andy again. Uh, 382-4280-877-382-4280. Or if you're a little radio shy, you can text us at 80373. And uh, again, uh, I, I want to advise you, don't wait. If you want to get your comment or, or your question and do it, do it soon because uh, we, we have a tendency sometimes to procrastinate a little and then people will call on Moss, as Andy knows it, about, with about five minutes to go and we just we don't have enough time to take the call. So if you've got something in mind, do it. Give us a call give now a and call. we will uh, let you know. We'll be back with Over the Garden Fence here on 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. You're invited to Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center for their Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party today until 5 o'clock. 
The event is fun for all ages and includes a pumpkin bounce house, apple toss, pumpkin bowling, a leaf rub station, straw maze, and a create a pumpkin station where you can choose to make a unicorn pumpkin, Batman pumpkin, Spider-Man pumpkin, monster pumpkin, or let your imagination run wild and create a one-of-a-kind pumpkin masterpiece. Prices vary. While you're there, get your orchard fresh locally grown apples in four different varieties, sold in bulk so you can get just the amount of apples you want. There's no entrance fee for the Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party, so bring the whole family for some fall fun today until 5 o'clock at Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center. Located on Texas Drive at the corner of Milliman 12th Streets. Call 345-1195 for curbside pickup or shop anytime at Waddell's.com. WKZO News Time, 924, right on the nose as we... Again, uh, celebrating the final edition of Over the Garden Fence in the 65th season. And already we're looking forward to uh, season 66. <laughs> but uh, Andy gets to take a well-deserved hibernation, oh. as it were, from the radio. <laughs> but this man is and his, and his staff at Waddell's, I'm going to echo what Aisha said, uh, some of the hardest-working people that I've ever seen. <laughs> um, well. I'm, I'm telling you. And... Uh, we have a couple of uh, of texts oh. to deal with here. Sure. Can balloon flowers be divided and transplanted? That's yeah. the first question. Yes, they can. Okay. And you want me to answer that first? Or yeah. You... Then okay. we have the other one. <laughs> yep. Bloom flowers probably in the fall probably still look pretty good. They might be still a little a little green, but I might go ahead and cut them in half. And then go ahead and split them up. If they're in mass and you have an issue where sometimes people like at Waddell's, we have a little struggle sometimes with some of our bloom flowers. Maybe we overwater, <clears throat> but I think not not in the pots, Jim, but out in the nursery. And um, split them, and I'd probably just like I said with data lilies, give it three or five leads or eyes per one as you're splitting them up. But set them back down with a little bone meal and like a spoma plant tone, little peat moss and commonure when you set them in. And I would say you'd have good luck with them right now. All right, very good. Okay, when should they hard prune the burning bush they have? Okay, other good question. I would say. Know everybody on burning bush. It's <laughs> euonymus. That burning bush, even though we think it's tough, I would do it June 1st to June 15th. They only leaf out and grow one time a year. Most shrubs, if you cut them, they'll start growing again. Burning bush do not. Okay. And they also winter kill fairly easy. Mm -hmm. And what happens, Jim, is you keep shaping. It's a round shape. You just keep cutting, cutting, cutting. Well, then a lot of times you'll cut and that fresh wood will go through the winter and it's a soft wooded plant. It's not a hardwood. We'll take a quite a beating on some of our um, fierce winters. So okay. myself is... Cut after the last frost of the spring. Okay, and you're you're so so leave it alone I until would. next year, 2022, and then between June 1st and June 15th. You got it. There you go. Or okay. last last week of May to June 15th. So this question just popped into my head. I don't know why. Maybe because we're talking about gardening or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, when do you do you when when do you essentially put cones on your rose bushes? Mm -hmm. Do you wait until you get a forecast? Yep. And then put them on? Or? Great, great question, because uh, if you put them on early, all you're doing is creating a haven mm -hmm. for your little rodents. Uh, yes. They'll just burrow underneath and say, ah, greenhouse. Hey, I have Florida here, <laughs> you know, yeah. Michigan over here. So let the frost come on for many weeks. 
roses are tough. It's the harshness of the freeze and thaw that really does them in, Jim. Okay. So I like if that is a if that is a desire on the rose cones mm-hmm. or rose collars, still mulch the plant. It okay. is better to create um, some moisture around most grafted roses. Um, don't like to be just bare ground, and even the shrub roses could use a nice six to eight or more inches. Um, okay. I've seen mulches on roses go up two feet on knockouts to make sure they overwinter good. Okay. We're going to take another quick break and, and another question. And we ask this question every year, Andy, and i got to write down the answer so mm-hmm. I remember. Having to do with lawns, um, aerate versus thatch. Mm-hmm. I think we ask this question every year about this time too, okay. <laughs> but you know, is the, what's the difference between the two and how do you determine which one you're going to do? Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back. Uh, take our another quick break and uh, we'll be back at it over garden fence here on WKZO. The best time to fertilize your lawn to ensure a better looking lawn next year is now. The lawn pros at Waddell's nursery florist and garden center recommend that the best thing you can do for next year's lawn is to give it a boost now with Fertilome Winterizer. Fertilome Winterizer fall lawn food helps the roots of grass plants grow stronger so grass grows thicker not just taller winterizer will not only make your lawn thicker now during the fall but it will strengthen it for a quicker green up next spring fertilome has all the trace elements your lawn needs at this time of year too give your lawn the better meal this autumn plus fertilome lawn winterizer from waddell's is economical it's much less expensive than other brands this week, get Fertilome Lawn Winterizer for just $18.99 for the 5,000 square foot size or the 10,000 square foot size for $31.99 at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Located on Texas Drive at the corner of Milliman 12th Streets. Call 345-1195 for curbside pickup or shop anytime at Waddell's.com. WKZO News Time 929 on Over the Garden Fence are sigh. <laughs> Final edition of the season. Andy's looking for the break. Oh. But it's so much fun having you here. It really is. Well, I enjoy it, and uh, the break goes right back to being able to be there on Saturday mornings back at the at the store. I know, and time flies time, so. when you're having fun. It's it's going to be March next year before you know it. Got so. it. But uh, We always have a busy winter, so. Yes, indeed. Your thatching and aerating yeah. question, I would say uh, um, now is the time to do either. Okay. Now, Thatching in the fall and aerating the fall, I suggest over summer because, A, you have moisture in the ground, and it's easier to, for those spines to go in the ground for thatching purposes. I drove by two tractors yesterday thatching their yard, spindles going through with pokies that were um, knocking up the old grass. Old lawns prefer that. Aerating, totally opposite, heavy ground overseeding where you really want to create a seed bed you're doing it with both but the aeration is providing more pockets down okay. in there that those seed and fertilizer could fall down into okay and we cool. have we still have about that's in one of my notes we have about two weeks still that you could do seeding now mm-hmm. and then we do a dormant time and then we start back up about the 15th of november okay. so there's plenty of time to do seed still so All right. you know um as I was putting my notes together, <clears throat> those darn marmorated stink bug oh. was where they come from. So now is the time to spray home defense around the base of the house foundation to rid yourself of all unwanted pests. Flies, box elder bug, marmorated stink bug, you know what I mean. Uh, last week, I appreciate one of the callers calling on the um, uh, hornet's nest, mm-hmm. but... 
really I observing, I didn't really, for fear of knocking it down quite yet, I didn't. And another group of them found him. And so now I see some of the hole has been sealed up. So I'm going to hit it with 38 plus again. There you go. Um, now's the time to uh, spray repellent on all valuable plants. Deer now are called browsers as well as eaters. Okay. Uh, they're trying to find plants that they like so they can eat all winter. As they walk through the neighborhood, they'll find the steak, then the burger, then the liver, then mm. the leather. So mm-hmm. I am not going to necessarily die unless I can't find anything. And they'll they'll move on. So if you can get that spray on, they'll go on to your neighbor or another, another area. Now's the time maybe to review your landscape around the house. Is it tired, overgrown, worn out, pruned to death? <laughs> maybe now is the time to take pictures and measurements. Then take a drive around the neighborhood. George used to say a lot of times, look at the plants, trees, and shrubs at your neighbor's or your friend's house. Oh, I love that. Oh, I don't like that. You know, oh, that ornamental grass is beautiful. Or drive through Waddell's parking lot. We have a good selection of plants at mature sizes or some of them coming on to uh, um, make a decision. Even looking at natural stones like patios and fire pit ideas. Then come to Waddell's for a makeover. We can help to any degree. We don't want um, from small to big. It does not matter to us. Design now, install now, or uh, plan on for spring. And like I've said before, fall is for planting. Now, unfortunately, is the time for rodents. (laughs) Um, Nights are getting colder, and they will come trying to find the warmth inside very soon. Mice, voles, shrews, so try to set traps or bait stations around the house, barns, and garage. Check them often. You'll be surprised. Uh, <clears throat> we had little varmints down in the yard office and uh, a couple garbage cans, and the one person said, I, they can't really climb, can they? I said, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I set a trap down and asked uh, um, one of our employees, Tim, to put a big piece of cheese on there. And sure, I mean, it wasn't two hours. We hadn't even closed up for the day. But when they hear no activity, they'll come back around. They're not that They're not that dumb. Um, so um, n- since uh, it is the last show of the season, we try to pack the show, like I said, everybody, with a honeydew list. So just here's some other pointers that we can help you with. I've always found now now is the time to sharpen your tools. You've run your mower all season long without it being sharpened. Maybe put it away instead of waiting till everybody else does in the springtime or all your tools. Waddell's has a sharpening service. Drop them off. We'll sharpen them and call you when they're ready. And put them away with a little oil or white grease on them so they don't rust. Is there moles in the yard? Can you walk around without going, oh, well, there's another hole. Or is there big piles or dirt all over your yard, like one spot that I uh, had a few years ago? Um, When snow comes, the ground isn't always frozen. (laughs) So there's a lot of activity underneath that uh, snow sometimes. So um, fertilone bugetta granular can be put down or dilox, either one of those for quick action to maybe rid. So... Uh, we have got a caller, Jim. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Let's uh, let's go out to Lawton this morning and talk to Mary. Good morning, Mary. Hey, Good morning, well, fellas. Hi, Mary. How are you today? Doing just great, thank you. Can I help? 
Well, I was doing some repair work in the lawn, and I put in some uh, pieces of sod. And I'm wondering now, I'd like to put some fertilizer on it for the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, is that okay to put that over that sod? It is. Now, tell me how old the sod has been down. How many weeks? Oh, I just, just did it within the last week. Okay. So if anything, it would not hurt if you were just going overcasting the rest of the lawn. Sometimes it's nice to get those roots established. So starter fertilizer is what I would put down if I was to do anything. Um, what it does is just makes it, uh, A, that soil, B, attached to your soil a little bit quicker and go through the winter. Then the first time you mow, mow opposite. So don't mow the length or the, you know, trying to mow width. Go across so you're not sucking it up with the mower. Right. I would say usually in about two weeks, you'll start seeing that start to set in, especially with the cool ground that we've and the moisture we've had. So that uh, it would be a good idea to do some feeding on it. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank Mary, you. Thank, thank you. you much for your show. Oh, thanks, Mary. We appreciate it. Thanks that. for calling in. Thanks good for the co- call and good luck with your good luck with your side. We don't talk about sod a lot because no, a lot of times seed is what people, what like, people like to use. Yeah. But sod is so nice because um, we'll take the next caller. But our sod is grown in Michigan. It's all high ground sod compared to muck sod. And a lot of it replicates what we sell as far as our supreme mm-hmm. blend grass seed. So it, it mimics with many varieties of bluegrass. So um, it's very nice to work with. Sod gives you instant gratification. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's go out to Paw Paw and talk to Kathy this morning. Good morning, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. I have two questions. Mm-hmm. First one is my sister gave me some starts from her double file verburnum. Nice. And she's got them in pots, and they've been in there. And I wonder if I should plant them this year or just leave them and wait. I don't, I don't know whether to even put them in a big pot. Yeah. And where are the starts now? Are they just sitting in compost? Are they in an actual pot growing? They're in a pot growing. Okay. What I might do is, if you're undecisive where to place them, bury the pot. Then you know the pot and all is set down the ground. Having a pot above ground winter really is very, they can be very sensitive. We can freeze, thaw, and yes, viburnum's tough. But if the pot is, and if it's a decorative pot, wrap it in a little burlap and set it down in the ground for the wintertime, just knowing that it's going to be okay. All right. Now, when I plant that viburnum, do I take all of those little starts and put them together? Well, you got to know those starts someday will be a big plant. Now, if you don't want to wait, you can always put a cluster of maybe two or three of those starts, one going on each angle to create a bigger shrub faster. Um, double file viburnum. I also did the very same thing. We have one at Waddell's with little baby starts all over it. And I have probably now, oh, I bet a five five by five plant that has grown very nicely from one of the little starts at Waddell's. So it's kind of neat to see. All right, now do I cut them all? So can I cut them all so the, the, the same height? Sure, you cut them all at the same height. Oh yeah, yep, yep. And you could do that again next spring. I, I'd kind of let the little plant be. How big are they? Oh, one is like two feet, and the other one's four feet. Yeah, yeah. I might when you set them in next spring. Then, I, and if you are knowing where to place them, and you gotta want to put them in the ground, put them in the ground. But the idea is to make sure the roots are covered for the winter time, and um, you know maybe even wrap them to avoid the the rabbits on them. Okay. My other question mm-hmm. is about dogwood. I need to replace a 
pink dogwood. Yes. When is the best time to do that? You know, I wish I could say um, any time of the year, but sometimes dogwoods can only be found in the springtime because we get in almost a semi-load just of dogwood and they are gone by June or July. Now, I have some nice dogwoods now, but the selection would be far greater because dogwoods are dug in the spring, almost always grown down south or out west. Um, Waddell's tries at our farm to grow everything, but we know uh, for a fact dogwood is not an item that is grown in Michigan. And plant it, we could show you how. If it's potted, we could show you through the steps. But more than likely, it would be a bald and burlap, um, red clay on it. But uh, pink dogwood has come a long ways as far as different varieties. So pick a Cherokee series. Cherokee is the better of those dogwoods. And... um, Chief and Brave, Cherokee Chief is the pink, and Cherokee Brave is the, I'm sorry, Cherokee Chief is the red, Brave is the pink. And, okay, Chief is the red, and? Brave is the pink. So should Brave. should she wait until springtime, I would, maybe? I wouldn't. I, okay. I doubt you'd find, I go searching sometimes for dogwoods in Michigan just to find them for clients, and I know right now dogwood, we have some nice coos of dogwoods, but as far as uh, a pink dogwood, I would not have very good ones till springtime. Well, thank you, and have a nice rest. Yeah. Thank you, thank you Kathy. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Yeah. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah, rest, yeah. Great questions. Um, we're going to take a quick break and come back. we get got more to, to talk about before we're uh, done. You can sneak in if you want to, 382-4280-877-382-4280, or as a couple of texters have done, text us at 80373, and we'll be right back to wrap things up for the 65th season of Over the Garden Fence here on WKZO. Spring flowering bulbs from Waddell's Nursery Floriston Garden Center are so easy to grow and provide some of the most beautiful blooms of the season. And now's the best time to plant early blooming crocus, snowdrops, tulips, allium, hyacinths, and so many more. This week, all 10 colors and varieties of crocus bulbs are 20% off. For something more unusual, get fritillaria bulbs. They're easy to grow and have unusual bell-shaped flowers on sale for just $7.59. If you just can't wait for beautiful flowers, plant culture come now for autumn crocus-like blooms. Get yours for $6.49. Don't forget to pick up some food for your bulbs. All organic Espoma bulb tone will give them all the nutrients they need. As always, Woodell's experienced gardeners will be glad to help you with advice on how to plant your bulbs for years of long-lasting beauty. Stop by today. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millman 12th Streets. Call 345-1195 for curbside pickup or shop anytime at Woodell's.com. And we're back. WKZO News Time 942 on Over the Garden Fence. Uh, the final edition for the season, but gives us something to look forward to. To be back for sure next spring. Indeed. For sure. <laughs> Indeed. Well, we like to go through the growing season, and that way we can help our green thumbers go through from the earliest of spring to the latest of the fall, just trying to help everybody through. Yeah. So, yeah. And we're there 12 months a year. So there's. Uh, um, much appreciated WKCO for sure. Hey, we love being, having you here. Being being part of it. So a um, couple more things that we just uh, want to pack in the last few minutes. <clears throat> Mold on the house, <laughs> algae on the steps. Um, use wet it and forget it. I guarantee you'd be impressed with it. It's better than using bleach and water around your plants. It will rid it and take care of it, and it seems not to want to come back. Lots of times people talk about... Um, no blooms on their plants, hydrangea, dogwood, 
rhododendron. No, we cannot necessarily make them all flower next spring for you, but we can sure get the ball rolling. Triple superphosphate. Start now, half strength, and then the next uh, application, May 15th. That will encourage a lot of 2021 and 2022 blooms on your plants. For Roger's show, I enjoy listening to Birdwatch. I know that uh, from uh, coffee um, we talked about this morning to Michigan birding, which is probably some of his favorites. Refresh all your bird feeders soon. Your houses, use soap and water. Don't necessarily, uh, uh, the idea is to clean them out to get rid of the old rancid seed or the smell or the taste. That'll encourage more birds to come to the fresh seed from Waddell's Garden Center. Waddell's always tries to pick quality seed instead of, because uh, there is definitely second and third rate seed. You know, Jim, oh, there's yeah. actually four different uh, values of cracked corn. Wow. You can buy meal almost. And yes, you can get cracked corn cheaper and <laughs> it won't go through a feeder. So like Roger said many times, plant foliage and fauna for your feathered friends. Forage sometimes can create a habitat and foliage and fauna that the birds will enjoy when the feeder is empty. Mm. Viburnum, chokeberry, snowberry, crabapple, and hawthorn just to name a few, without their own even ornamental grasses, provide great, great food for the birds. Or how about a little winter, winter foliage? George's favorite, the Black Hill spruce, Norway or Serbian spruce, Canadian hemlock, arborvitaes of all kinds, even arborvitae that the deer don't like. And some of the last things is uh, now's the time to spray your house plants. Let's get those inside soon. Spraying with triple action to rid all pests and fungus from coming inside. Don't bring things that have been outside all, all winter long without taking care of them first. Nights are going to be soon down to 45, and house plants don't care for that. Also, summer foliage flowering bulbs, cannas, callas, dahlias, Glads, they all need to be lifted soon. Yes, some people have glads over winter. A lot of people lift them up. But that way you can get those on um, the uh, picnic table to dry. And my last thing is I just wanted to also thank, just like the beginning this morning of the show, thank our listeners and friends, clients and family who all tune in each week for uh, Birdwatch and Over the Garden Fence. I hope God blesses you also with a bountiful harvest, and you're able maybe to share, um, um, grow a row like we've said before. I also want to express how I learn from all of you also. I learned last week some of your trials and experiences, and also learned last week how we also loved Michigan. I loved all the calls last week and even some of the emails this week. And i also like to know that Waddell's is open year-round for all your questions. So God bless you, and I'll see you next spring. Well, we, that wraps up the 65th season, Andy, yeah. and we'll look forward to number 66. You bet. Like Kathy said, enjoy the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out in the garden. There you go. Thank you once again, my friend. Thank we'll you. look forward to seeing thank you, you next year, and thank all of you as well for joining us and listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in in March. We'll be back in March. So we will, guarantee it. It'll come before you know it. But uh, we'll be back at the same time after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center. Don't forget the fest going on now until, I believe, 3 o'clock, right? 
3 o'clock at uh, Waddell's. Go out there and, and have some fun. And uh, again, tune in next March for Over the Garden Fence here on 590, 106.9 FM, WKZL, everything Kalamazoo.